Welcome to the official podcast for Triumvir Clio's School of Classical Civilization. I'm Beth, aka Triumvir Clio. Hello again. Welcome back. I hope that you're well. I'm doing pretty well. I don't know where the time is going. Um, this drops February 19th. I'm writing it on January 25th. I completely missed a friend's birthday last week, not because I forgot what day her birthday is, but because I forgot what the date was until her birthday had passed. I'm still not sure how we're already this far into the year. Um, Anyway, enough about my inability to keep track of the date. (laughs) Today, we have another Homeric hymn to discuss. Number 31, Hymn to Helios. As usual, I'm using Susan Shelmerdine's translation and her excellent footnotes for this episode. This one is kind of interesting because Helios wasn't a very important god. Um, As sun gods went in ancient Greece, Apollo was the primary one. Helios was popular in Rhodes, um, and that's about it. And like the hymn to Earth, Mother of All, that we read in the last myth episode, it is different than most of the corpus of Homeric hymns. It seems to be a prelude to an epic as opposed to a standalone hymn to Helios. So here we go, the hymn to Helios. The poet begins by invoking Calliope, the muse of epic poetry, and asking for her help in singing about Helios, the sun god whose mom was Euryphyesa and whose dad was Hyperion. Um, who was Euryphyesa? Good question. This is the only source with that name. Most other sources say that his mom is Thea, but the Greeks did like to give their gods multiple names, so maybe uh, Euryphyesa is an epithet for um, Thea. But back to the hymn. Uh, You see, Hyperion married his sister, Euryphyesa, and together they had gorgeous children, Eos, Selene, and Helios, the dawn, the moon, and the sun. Helios drives his chariot across the sky wearing the most brilliant helmet, which just shines like the sun, um, because that's what he is. I mean, he's just, he's just plain hot, literally and figuratively. Uh, And he drives his chariot to the peak of the sky and pauses there before he goes back down to the ocean on the other side. And with that, the poet says farewell to the god and announces that he will now sing about mortals and demigods. And that is the end of hymn 31. So you can see why it seems to be a prelude to an epic of some sort. Um, It doesn't end with the typical, I'll sing about you again later. And we know that epics are frequently about mortals and demigods. Um, Overall, this is a a lovely little poem with with great language describing how Helios simply shines as he makes his way across the sky. And it is curious to think about the epic that once followed it. Um, And it's interesting that we have such a long hymn to a god who was so unimportant in the whole scheme of the Greek pantheon. I mean, we've had more important gods that have fewer lines written about them. So 
So what do you think of Helios and today's hymn? Pop over to the blog and share your thoughts. It's at triumvirclio.school.blog. The URL and maybe a link are in the show notes. Find me on Patreon as triumvirclio. Patrons get episodes early and ad-free. The URL is also in the show notes. Uh, On Monday, we will cover another version of a story we've seen a lot of in Euripides' Orestes. Talk to you then. You can join the discussion of this and everything covered in this podcast by following the link in my show notes. And if you're enjoying what you've heard so far, please consider supporting the show with a monthly donation of your choosing, just like public radio. And please also consider giving a five-star review on your podcatcher of choice so that more people can discover the fun that is Triumvir Clio's School of Classical Civilization.